0: Let's talk food. I have a triumphant Kelly Gibney <laughs> in studio. Hi, Jessica. I say triumphant because for the past few months, she's been telling me, not long to my new cookbook. <laughs> and I'm holding it.
1: Yes. Yeah, finally. I know. It It felt that last two months really dragged. <laughs> I'm so excited we're here. And also, suddenly really nervous. I come in and chat to you quite regularly, but today I felt a little bit more nervous because it's D-Day and yeah, everyone gets well to done. see it.
0: Well done. A beautiful royal blue.
1: Yeah, I love the colour. Um, Sally, the designer, did such an amazing job.
0: Yes. Um, and page numbers and ingredients, are very easy to read. <laughs> yes. Beautiful photography. Did you team up with a photographer for it?
1: I have done 90... 7% of the photography. All of the food photography oh, is mine. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's so key to what I do. It's my vision completely. And then any lifestyle photography that I'm not in, I took that picture. Um, yeah. And then one of the pictures of me, my daughter took, my 11-year-old. Oh, one hey. of the other pictures of me, Luke took, and one of the other pictures my lovely friend, Sonia, who's a photographer, took. So um, it all feels really good, especially, you know, it's amazing that – My daughter took one of the pictures. It's one of the ones I like the most.
0: Yeah. I hope she got paid well for it.
1: And (laughs) well-fed. Yeah. Loved.
0: (laughs) This is kind of a deep question, but increasingly now, if you're uh, a person who releases a cookbook, you're a big part of the story, right? It's not just the recipes anymore.
1: Yeah. And I think that's something I've grappled with over the years a bit because I'm a funny mixture of a creative hermit who really likes her space. That's why I, I sort of work by myself. I like to do all my own cooking and styling and photography. But I also have an extrovert element, and I can be a bit of a show off sometimes. I love a chat, but there's a real push pull constantly <clears throat> uh, between that stuff. This is the most me thing that I've ever done, and that's what makes it feel especially exciting. And special. yeah,
0: and in a way, people sign up to you as well as signing up to your recipes, right? Yeah, yeah. They talk about you. They, they they took back Kelly this and Kelly that. I know that. My mum's a fan. My wife's a fan. <laughs> and then there's this other genre, which is um, cookbook author husbands in cookbooks. <laughs> so how did he feel about uh, having some photos taken of him for the book?
1: Luke was so great. <laughs> he is definitely not looking to be in the spotlight at all. But he was so patient with this whole book project. He's quite a handsome man and he photographed well and I <laughs> loved having him in there and I kept waiting for his patience to run out and it really did not until the absolute last moments of the project where he said I think I'm ready for you to be finished now <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah um I must say back in the day I've sort of been you know photos taken of the family for uh you know magazines and stuff and everyone's pretty excited for the first hour or so <laughs> And then it's like, how much longer? <laughs> it's well, it's, it's just worth it. yeah, yeah, it's
1: so nice to, because this is about the things that we cook and eat at home. And so much of my evolution as a cook is a result of having a family and spending time with these three people. So it's nice to capture that in the pages.
0: I'm um, just flicking through the book as I chat. Um, some really beautiful food. I was going to call it comfort food. It's not quite that, but it's definitely tasty food Quite simple ideas. Yeah, I
1: think I wanted to do my take on family food. So simple, everyday, uh, but lots of vegetables, lots of freshness, but very, very simple. In my day to day life, I am a food photographer and I write recipes, I do food styling. And so I'm often cooking all day and then it gets to five o'clock and I need to make dinner. And so I'm turning to simple things. Yeah.
0: Can you tell me about your smash burger, by the way?
1: Oh, yeah. Um, So I guess starting to make smash burgers in this way was a real revelation to me in that I don't form patties. I just take hunks of the ground beef, the mince, and um, pop it in the pan and its little... I don't not a lump. That's an awful word for it, but whatever it is, this little Charlotte por-
0: Ryan's here. By the way, jump in with if you like.
1: <laughs> little portion, and then um, and just smush it down, smash it down flat. Salt and pepper it. Yeah. Um, but but the t- the trick is actually that I didn't say it's got to be a searing hot skillet. Yeah. I use cast iron. It's got to be super super hot. I heat it up for ages beforehand. Just the lightest brush of oil. Then you put the meat in, press it down, salt and pepper, um, flip it. Then put the cheese on top. Yeah. There you I, go. It's so fast and it tastes you get the lovely caramelized crispy bits from the uneven edges.
0: And, and quite often if you see a burger recipe in a cookbook, it's quite a process of what you're going to put in the uh, in the patty. Parsley and garlic and breadcrumbs All and of that. milk and egg and whatever. You you honestly just take a hunk of mince. It's
1: just the portion yeah. of mince and you smush it on your skillet and as long as it's just about having a really searing hot skillet And uh, that salt and pepper, and it's magic. And then you can faff about with making a yummy burger sauce. Mm. But the actual making of the burgers, I can make that in 20
0: minutes. Speaking of cast iron, I like the look of the um, frittata in there as well. It's not a frittata. Is it tortilla? Potato tortilla? Something like that. Yeah. I've stolen Jessie's recipe book. (laughs) (laughs) It looks amazing and so inspiring. Oh, thank you. It's actually my mum's recipe book, so be careful. (laughs) She ordered one as well. Um, Kelly, what are we doing today?
1: So today actually I uh,
0: haven't said the name of the book, sorry. The second oh. cookbook from Kelly Gibney is called Enjoy Food Worth Sharing with the People You Love.
1: Ah, uh, so we're gonna do a recipe that your lovely producer Melita chose and it's called Everything Soup. And this is we just make this constantly through winter. It's a really good um it's a kind of recipe that you can sub things in and out of depending on what you've got. Yeah. Um vegetable wise and uh it's Yeah, it's delicious. We really like this. So I'll get into it. So we're going to take your kind of classic start of soup things. We've got onion, diced garlic, and we're going to saute that off until the onion is tender. Um, Add some diced carrots and some celery. And we cook all that off and then add in some dried tarragon, some fennel seeds, and just a little bit of cinnamon.
0: Oh, that's great. Mm. Yeah, we've started throwing um, fennel seeds into things, possibly because of you. Um, It's a great addition, although not the dried tarragon. That's an interesting one. Yeah,
1: that's a really fun one. I never have it on hand fresh. It's Mm. not one of those things that I have. But actually, it gives such a different flavor. I love fennel seeds. I look often will say, like, let's just get <laughs> back on the fennel seeds for, for a few dishes. Yeah. Um, and then the cinnamon is just, it adds this lovely little thing happening in the background. It's not a big mm. front note but it does just give a little bit of warmth. It's really, really nice. Cool. Uh, so we've added that in. Um, cooked that for another minute and then we're going to add in some red split lentils which are the best. They cook nice and fast. A diced up potato. Uh, a diced up koumura. I like to use the purple one because it holds its shape nicely. Mm -hmm. Um, We're going to add some stock. You can use veggie stock, you can use chicken stock, you can use beef stock, doesn't matter. Add that in plus a couple of cups of water and we're going to bring that to the boil, let it simmer for 30 minutes. And then just five minutes before you finish, we will add in a few courgettes that I've um, diced up, some greens. In this case, I just used 250 grams of frozen kale. Mm -hmm. I like having stuff like that on hand because it's so easy. And then lemon zest and lemon juice and some soy sauce, actually, which is, I add soy sauce to a lot of things, actually. A couple yeah. of tablespoons of that for just that yummy, savoury, umami note. And I just think, cook that for five more
0: minutes. Just to jump in, I think you may have said it, but I didn't hear you say the chopped tomatoes, tin of chopped tomatoes. Oh,
1: I am so sorry. Yes, key, with the stock and the mm-hmm. water, a tin of chopped tomatoes.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: and so that's it. You've of um, that, the greens and the lemon zest and juice for the last five minutes. And then add salt and pepper. And really the key is that balance between things that have been cooked for a longer time and are soft and lovely and you've got this broth that's really good. And then the things that just get a little bit of heat, like the courgettes, so they still have some bite and they still have that freshness, that lemon comes in at the end. It just gives you that nice
0: peel. Yeah, Charlotte, hi.
1: Hi, I've got a question actually. Yeah. Going to your frozen kale that you yeah. got, did you freeze it yourself? No, that's just from the supermarket. Right. Just like frozen spinach, another frozen greens option.
0: Mm. I want to freeze my own and I want to know if there's any tricks. Oh. Perhaps listeners could send in if there's yeah. any tricks.
1: Like, do I wash them? Do I.
0: Okay. Well, I would you imagine
1: th- you. I would say. Yeah, you definitely wash them. Wash them, pat them dry. And head, just freeze them tightly. Yeah, I love frozen greens. I just think they're a real lifesaver for a meal in a minute. Yeah,
0: we increasingly use them at home as well if we're making a um, like a curry sauce or something. Mm, if you exactly. can
1: have frozen greens and peas, there's just like – if you're in a pinch, you can throw those into yeah. a curry or a soup. So with the soup, I um, do a couple of things. One is I like to add some pulse pasta in at the end. When I serve it just because I'm like a kid and I think it looks lovely. Mm. Um and then the other thing is if we have some kind of protein like leftover roast chicken or often I'll slow roast a leg of lamb and then um freeze portions of it to do exactly this, add it into soup. It makes a really large portion, easily serve six to eight. So it's really good for lunches, all those sorts of things.
0: Very good. No rules with your soup, say? No. <laughs> Some it's guidance. Like, it's like just do it Some with your and then
1: you'll be okay. fine on your own nice forever fun. after.
0: Congratulations again.
1: Thanks so much.
0: Kelly Gibney, cookbook author, uh, kellygibney.com, and the uh, book is called Enjoy.